You're listening to the only League of Legends podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to Low Elo. This is episode 133 of Low Elo. I'm your host, Dave Quarles, a.k.a. Coffee 386 and with me today is Eric Belsas, the science team in the house, one more time, a.k.a. Miley Cyrus. How you doing, Eric? Ooh, quantum mechanics is an exciting field of physics. Do you shave, like, part of your head and then the rest of your hair is long? What? Oh, what well, I, I shaved the lower half of my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Miley. It's I see that haircut more popular now on college campuses, and it bothers. Me. Oh, like the Miley Cyrus. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like... No. I, yeah. I just shaved my beard. Um, <laughs> you know. Okay. So you, you don't you don't dig that because I kind of like the whole like Skrillex thing on girls. It, it kind of works for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right? Well. Anyway, yeah. uh, number three <laughs> today is uh, Sterling Beckham the third, aka Stretch. What's going on, my man? Yo. Not much is going on, actually. <laughs> I thought I could get away with my typical yell greeting I, I, I join every call with, but apparently... He's, he's bringing the enthusiasm, and that counts for something. Yeah, plus 10 enthusiasm, arbitrary enthusiasm units uh, have plus, just arrived. Plus 10 charisma. Anyway, on this episode of Low Elo, we talk patch 5.2. They like snuck in secretly. Uh, they give you an, uh, we give you an LCS season five primer finally, and we'll share some stories, hilarious stories about ranked placements. But first, uh, did you guys see this announcement, uh, from Riot? You know, uh, no, um, no. announcement today. Well, they announced today that they're, uh, going to replace the Raptors. You know, the new jungle camp was formerly oh. the Chocobos or Razorbeaks as they are called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the race, yeah, yeah. they're going to replace them with uh, dancing sharks and beach balls. Yeah. And I'm uh, excited. You know, you know what? I've recently learned that dancing sharks and beach balls just uplift my spirit to no end. <laughs> so I'm, I'm down for the change. I think it's going to yeah. be a real positive, uh, mm-hmm, positive mm-hmm. move. Really. Well, you know, we didn't have the jungle camp that wet with like our pool party skins and now we do it mm-hmm. is yeah so I'm, yeah. I'm happy i'm happy so i can get my pool party party leona and go b right next to the, to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. dancing Just sharks and dancing uh beach balls yeah <laughs> yeah yep. there it is this actually didn't happen people <laughs> we're referencing the super bowl <laughs> we're yeah. relevant did, I, did you guys watch it super bowl? i did i, did. I mean i i I was more there for like the food, but it happened to be a Super Bowl party, so I caught some football in the in between. <laughs> right. The, I, the I heard the commercials this year were actually disappointing. 
also. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was maybe like there was a nationwide insurance one where it's like this girl talking about stuff. And then at the end, she turned out to be dead, and it was like nationwide insurance. And it was like, holy crap, that girl was dead the whole time. It was kind of like a uh, sixth sense. I better go buy some insurance. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be dead. Yeah. Buy insurance. Like that girl (laughs) who was Uh, talking previously. But I don't know. It could get you on TV. All right. uh, So, oh, my gosh, you guys. LCS is in full swing. It is It is here. It is upon us. It is happening as we speak. Well, not literally as we speak, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's happening right now. Um, and out of the first week, we got a, a few surprises, to say the least. Um, so to give us a quick rundown, what I want to do here is, is if you, in case you haven't uh, really been following the season, you know, I don't follow what goes on between seasons. I don't think there's any point mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. uh, because there's so much that can happen. So now that it's here, I think, you know, teams are in place. Everything's cool. All right. Now I can start paying attention again. And I know a lot of people are the same way. So we've kind of come up with this little primer to get you familiar with the season five teams because basically we're going to give you the patch notes for season five, you know, for LCS. So, you know, what they did is they went up 10 teams from eight. This is not new, right? We've talked about this before Mm -hmm. last season. There were eight teams. They upped it to 10. So now there's more teams. Simple as that. Well, and a lot of good things are happening because of that. No more super weeks are happening because of that. And although Super Weeks were fun to watch, they were exhausting for teams. So, I I mean, that's a positive in the end. And And, there's no way you could watch the whole thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, just more diversity, more teams. Like, yeah, it's it's great to have 10 teams. Yeah, I'm glad that... Okay, so the the teams we have now, uh, if you take a look at the standings this after the first week, uh, at the top of the list, we have a three-way tie at 3-1, and CLG. That's uh, kind of no surprise. TSM and one of the new teams, Gravity. So who is Gravity? Um, they're what keeps you on the ground. Also, thank, thank you, Isaac Newton. Y- yeah, yeah. I should probably point out You're here. You're standing uh, on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> <laughs> I should point out here that uh, that's the standards are over the past two weeks. It's been two weeks of LCS. Right. And by one week, I've meant two weeks this whole time. Uh, right, 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 right. Because we are work on a binary week system. <laughs> right. Where we yeah. merge two weeks and call it one. Right. Okay. So for the it's two first two weeks. One fortnight. <laughs> for the first fortnight of league. Right. <laughs> Here we go. CLG, TSM, and Gravity tied at first three and one. Gravity Man. is the old Curse Academy, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Gravity uh, was Curse Academy, Academy uh, and the the rule is that, you know, the same organization cannot own two teams. They kind of put a kibosh on that due to all the shenanigans last season. Um, so they had to, you know, sort of leave under the umbrella of Curse. They are now Gravity, but they have St. Vicious as the jungler and Cop as the AD carry, who you might know and love from previously. Yeah, yep. yeah, good yeah. things. Yeah, Smite Vicious is now Smite Vicious, yeah, and they're doing well. You know, um, so those are three way tie for first place, and then coming in at two and one. Sorry, two and two because four is the total. Uh, we have Team Eight, Team Impulse, and Team Liquid. 
right? Continuing the tradition of uh, naming teams, team something. Uh, but team eight, completely new. Who is team eight? You guys recognize anybody on there? Yeah, um, Maple Street, the old Velocity 80 carry. Yeah, that's uh, Odwin's little brother, right? Yep, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, so Maple Street, he put an eight in his name. Because he's on Street Team eight. 8. Yeah, Porpoise 8. That's cute, you know, because <laughs> yeah, usually the tags are in the front. Yeah. So, And plus it's so, easy. So I guess confirmed, League of Legends talent is genetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I think um, they've already, con- Riot has already contacted the Human Genome Project, and they're looking at finding exactly which genome they can activate, uh, you know, to produce the world's finest league players, you know, for the Olympics, because we want to beat the communist communists. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have Team Eight coming in at tied for second. It's really a three-way tie for fourth, four-way tie for fourth, uh, because we've got Team Impulse. Who's Impulse? Impulse right. was. Um... What's their name? Uh, with with the Jawe Joe LMQ. Uh, L- uh, LMQ. LMQ. Yeah. Except it's not. It's only one <laughs> LMQ because yeah. LMQ kind of just splattered and like players went to different teams, but Jawe Joe decided to make his own team, which that's that's where we get impulse. Right. It's it's a good idea. Impulse is team Jawe Joe is what I'm going to refer to them as. <laughs> All right, uh, and then. Liquid, Team Liquid, and and this is actually Curse. So yeah, if you're looking for Team Curse, they no longer exist as called. So basically, Team Curse got a visual make makeover, visual mm-hmm. update, <laughs> and uh, it's still um, X special. I will dominate jungling Quas, and then they picked up Piglet. Which, if you're like, wow, that sounds really familiar. Well, you'll remember Piglet from. SKTT1, you know, which not so long ago was kind of a big deal. Um, but so far, his KDA is only 0.8 at an 8 as an 80 carry, so he hasn't really done well. Yeah, you also will notice that Voidboy is no longer on that team either. Yeah. They've got Phoenix in the mid lane, so I think just a whole bunch of roster swapping, you know, in the, in the off-seasons probably had a factor in their their performance this year because overall the team is just not looking as strong as they were before. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so next up we've got Winter Fox, which is another new team. And the team, people on Winter Fox, Avalon, Altec. Altec's, I should know where that comes from. Uh, Glebe, which is thankfully shortened from Glebe Glarbu, uh, who's yeah. pre, who's you know for a short time the support on TSM, uh, and then Poe Belter and Helios from EG, uh, who I just learned uh, Snoopy is no longer a part of. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, so Winter Fox is their new name because why call them EG when no one from EG is on the team anymore? That just seems silly. Um, so they sure. got. But, you know, they're two and two, so they could go either way. You know, uh, yeah. the one one little tiny point there is that Helios has a 15 KDA ratio right now. So you people with Helios on your as your jungler and your fantasy teams are probably pretty happy. He's doing a all right job. 
He hasn't died. He basically. has not died. Which is what that means. <clears throat> All right. Okay, and then here's the big surprise, guys. Guess who's coming in as a three-way tie for eighth? Uh. <laughs> okay, Team Coast. That's not uh, surprising. That's not surprise. That's not the surprise. But uh, Team Dignitas, stre- <gasps> a.k.a. Stretch's favorite team. No, not really. <laughs> but Cloud9. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Cloud9 is one in three. Not a very strong start for, you know, <clears throat> who has been basically the big dominating powerhouse so consistently. The only team on this list in NALCS that, again, has had zero roster changes. Yeah. And speaking to that, I've watched a couple Cloud9 games. High is just not, I don't know what's going on with the man, but he is just not the same high that I've seen in the past. He seems nervous, like not focused. I don't know what it is, but he you think is it's High's just, fault? Well, I mean, it's that <laughs> Reggie, it's, it, well, think about it. Like when Reggie was on TSM and he wasn't performing on the same level as everyone else, TSM didn't reach their full potential because your shot caller is, you know, underperforming. And when the shot caller underperforms, everyone else cannot perform to their maximum potential. So yes, I would say, I'd say it's High's fault, but you know, I don't know where that's coming from or what's going on, but uh, I feel like if High picks his game back up or gets back refocused, uh, Cloud9 should resurge back into their former strength. And it is early in the season. I mean, it's very, very early. I mean, yeah, the, it's super sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's still so much that can happen. Um, but, but it's interesting that you say that because Cloud9 has never really been in this position before. You know, yeah. if they continue to do poorly, they've never done poorly. You know, yeah, it's easy to say, yeah, we have a stable roster. Well, you've always been like number one, two, or three, you know, the whole time you've existed. So right. now let's see, okay, is this the true test? Will they, if say, if they say they decide it's high, you know, is the, is the issue, do they take steps as a team to correct that, to bring him back up to where he was and to, to, you know, you know, it boosts his confidence and everything else. Or do they say, see ya, you know, and try <laughs> to try to get, you know, hey, hi, you're you're like 19 now. That's you're ancient in league years. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go find some, you know, 15 year old hotshot who can who's got twice the APM. You know, you just can't keep up. <laughs> There's no shame in it, son. You, can, you like, understand, right? You can go coach little league league somewhere. Yeah. Pick yourself <laughs> up a challenger team. Yeah. Bring oh man. Or you can pull a Scara and go a jump coach. ship. Go coach. Can we can we make that a thing? Pull a Scara. Pull a Scara. I'm still you know I'm still kind that's, of mad at Scara for that. That's, what? that's a good verb. No. That's a good verb. <laughs> no, I'm not mad at Scara. How why are you not mad? You're a Team Dignitas fan and you're not mad at Scara. Where are you getting this from? <laughs> what? What? You were just what? talking about earlier Off how the, air, the, the I was three saying, weeks where Dignitas uh, was was the best. Was on top. I said yes. I believed in them the entire time, but then like three weeks later, when they you know went back to throwing games and doing Dignitas things, I said, "What happened?" So, were you a hardcore fan or are you bandwagoner? Because no, it just sounds like you're a bandwagoner. I was bandwagoning the hardest I could bandwagon. I'm TSM at heart, and you know it. Whatever. Copenhagen Wolves. I was Hagen driving. I was driving the bandwagon. By the way, Eric, we're going to need you to pay attention to EU. 
I, I, I could totally give you an EU update. Yeah, See, I can, watch, I can watch EU games because they happen during the day. Right, um, okay. I, I can't give you like a super comprehensive, but here's, here's the EU minute. Uh, Alliance has come back this season rebranded as Elements, mm-hmm. and they have stolen Reckless. Wait, is this any relation to Elements the player? Uh, no. Okay. Awesome. That, no, but the team, the 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 Because I don't is, miss elements. <laughs> you remember that. elements? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Um, so yeah, they used to be alliance. Alliance did pretty killer last split. They've come back. They've still got Froggen. They've got Nif. They've got Shook. They've got Wicked. Their eighty carry slot is taken by Reckless. They are dominant. Oh, so um, they picked up Reckless. Yes, yeah. they, they, oh, wow. they took Reckless from Fnatic. Okay, um, wow. <laughs> another dominant team coming out of Europe, SK Gaming. Uh, they looked good last split. They're looking great this split. Um, I mean, uh, there's, you know, I, I'm not sure. There's, there's no huge surprises coming out of Europe short of this well, new team element. But uh, I, I do want to mention the Unicorns of Love, which uh, they came out of Challenger. And that's they not have, real. Yeah, so so they have a huge amount of support. I see tons of tweeting. I see tons of social media talking about the Unicorns of Love. I, it might be because their name is so ridiculous, but they are doing pretty well. They're they're um, they're they're surprising in a good way. And then uh, my Copenhagen Wolves are not not so hot this season. Oh, I see. Meet your makers finally got into LCS. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet your makers popping okay. up. Um, um, Oh, Giants when, is back. You remember Giants? I was a Giants fan. Oh yeah, yeah. No, okay, that's okay. the Spanish. They're the Spanish team, but they got rid of the bald guy that I liked. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Yeah. So Fnatic, Fnatic is number one in the league, and Fnatic, you know, they're they're well, fantastic. That's no surprise. Well, hold on. It is a surprise because Fnatic's pretty much an entirely brand new roster besides Yellow Star. So it's kind of that cloud nine feel to me i mean sure it's the fanatic brand name but these are all guys that we pretty much have never seen before except for yellow star yeah that's true i mean um like i think Rainover comes out of korea um but uh actually i think a couple of their team comes out of korea but this is literally off the top of my head um but uh you you are absolutely right fanatic yeah. lost a lot of their team from previous seasons um Despite that, they still managed to be quite dominant. Wait, so uh, yeah. Speaking of, uh, they're crushing the opposite of dominant. Uh, Gambit is still exists. Oh yeah, Gambit. Um, Gambit's still around. No, uh, I read somewhere that uh, Alex Each is actually he's a sub for someone. I want to say it's like Team Eight, or I think it's one of the NA teams. Alex Each is, uh, is a sub. No, yeah, that's right. Is it Team Eight? I think it might be Team Eight. No, wait, hold on. Is a teammate? <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's one of the newer teams. I know that. Yeah, much. it's one of the new NA teams. He's a sub on it. But uh, so uh, Gambit has they have Diamond, formerly Diamond Prox. They have um, an Edward, <laughs> you know, formerly mm-hmm. of Curse, formerly of Gambit, formerly of Moscow Five. So, um, and then all <laughs> new people who apparently they're not doing so well because they're zero and four. Um. Something I think is kind of fun uh, coming out of SK, who, like I said, they're they're doing pretty well. Forgiven has yet to die. Uh, he's he's gone two weeks in the LCS, hasn't been taken down yet. Uh, so so that's pretty exciting, and it's kind of something to watch. 
even if you're not interested in EU, it's fun to see like that. <laughs> how long is he going to last? How long is that streak going to go? Um, he, pool at the office. Yeah. 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 Well, there, he's, got a, some, he's got a 43 KDA right now because he hasn't died. Yeah. It's hilarious. There, there's, there's, there's some fantastic interviews with him where he's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just keep going and I just happen not to die. It's not like I'm trying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, I like how under nationality it says European for SK. Anyway, uh, so that's <laughs> that's LCS, guys. Uh, yeah. You know, two weeks have gone by. If you haven't started watching yet, it's still the Wild West out there. There's crazy things going on. We've seen a lot of Rek'Sai. We've seen a lot of crazy champions. Uh, Azir is, is going nuts when he gets to play. Uh, it's just, it's fun. Uh, so. the, I, I would say the biggest thing happening in LCS right now is NAR. NAR is like 100% pick ban. Oh, uh, man. Well, NAR's god tier. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. I remember when he was coming out and, uh, the, uh, I, I don't remember if it was like a Reddit AMA or what, but I, I do remember developers being like, we don't think we're going to see a lot of NAR in LCS. His ultimate is too unreliable with his rage, you know, he just, becomes a uh, meganar and sometimes you can't help it and uh, that was not the case at all he is just taking the league by storm he is yeah. dominating so yeah we'll have to uh, stretch you played quite a bit of nar uh oh, stretch yeah. plays a pretty mean nar but i mean stretch is a bandwagoner so you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> no 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 yeah. no, no, no. Let's, nope. let's slow down here let's slow down <laughs> i picked up nar when all the pros said that they wouldn't play him in, in professional because they couldn't manage the rage properly and then they figured out oh you just stop hitting things at like 90 range okay and then you just run around and look for the engage it's easy right. <laughs> it's easy that you heard it here first. You want to right. get an ELO, play NAR. Quick, quick note here, though. Um, in the NA LCS, six out of the ten teams, their names, their team names, start with the word team. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. There's Team 8, Team Impulse, Team Liquid, Team Coast, Team Dignitas, and TSM. So I'm counting TSM. Okay, so, so who among the North American teams has the best logo? That is what I am. Uh, I'm asking to you right now. I don't know. I think we should ask the the uh, the listeners that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Just just LCS in general. I want to hear. Uh, so so I'm of the opinion Copenhagen Wolves still have the best logo in the LCS. It looks like a sports team, and I like that. But I yeah, I want to hear. I want to. I'm kind of to partial say. to Team Liquid just because that's such an old. I mean that's an old logo right there, uh-huh, the uh-huh. Team Liquid. I mean that goes back long time. So, um, just for familiarity's sake, I'd go with Team Liquid. But uh, gravity. gravity, gravity, little spaceship. Yeah, little spaceship is awesome. Is that know, what it is? Good, yeah, it's a little spaceship facing upward. Oh, going down. okay. No, I see. Yeah, that. it's awesome. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Uh, team at LowElo.com. Let's move on from LCS, though, and let's talk a little bit about this patch they kind of they threw in here. You know, it seems like we just did a, a show talking about patch 5.1, which was the big, you know, here's season 5 patch, and we talked in detail in episode 132 about that. But uh, what 5.2 didn't have that much stuff in it. 
Um, but we want to hit on some of the big ones. And, and the biggest one I actually heard someone lamenting about today was the death of yet another item, and that is the DFG. Yeah, a moment of silence for, uh, for Death Fires Grass. I actually never bought Deathfire's Grass because, <laughs> um, because I would always to forget to use it, <laughs> no matter yeah, who I was playing. I mean, active <laughs> items are hard, so I'm I'm with you. I hate that, and that's my big gripe with support. You've heard me say this on the show: is that every support item has cooldown on it and has an active. It's like I don't want to build nothing but cooldown. You know, on the off chance that I get lots of money, you know. Cooldown is awesome. Yeah, but you can't go over 40. So, like, you'll have 40. Anyway. So, DFG. DFG. That was the item that, you know, it was was kind of filled the role of being able to blow up tanks when you were a super bursty champion. Uh, Burst mage, you know, like a a Viger was a real popular DFG user. Uh, Ari, which we'll talk about a little bit later, usually traditionally used a DFG. A lot of champions... uh, sort of relied on that DFG and now it's dead. What kind of, what does this do for the league? Opens up the, when I read the passionists, they said that DFG was a limiting factor in a lot of their changes and balances because the presence of that item meant you couldn't buff certain things because it would become OP with the DFG. Um, so I guess it just opens up a lot of uh, range of motion, I guess you could say, when it comes to diversifying the current uh, champion pool and making cool changes to people like they, like they did with Ari, but... Kind of went overboard there. Like traditionally, if you go back in item history and item evolution, uh, we have Madrid's Bloodraiser rip forever. Madrid's Bloodraiser, best item in game. Uh, oh, which was Which was the AD champion's answer to sort of tank tankiness, right? It was the an, an anti-tank <laughs> item, and that was really filled the role of the AP anti-tank item, did it not? Mm-hmm. Right. You because know, it was damage based on health. Uh, and let you have a brief window of super increased damage from you that was magic. So it was like that AP anti-tank item. Is there room for that in League, and how are we compensating for that? Should there be anti-tank AP items? So, I mean, first of all, like, Heart of Gold was the best item ever in League. But that being said, I agree with you. Madrid's Bloodraiser is missed, and I feel like I feel like the more this happens, the stronger HP becomes, which I'm kind of all right <laughs> with because because tanks yeah. aren't in a fantastic place right now, right? No, nope. Um, and and I love playing tanks, but neither are mages. Them. You know, I well, uh, eh. I think mages are in a fine spot. It's just that. When you think about the meta right now, there's a huge amount of mobility, and when it comes to tank choices that can deal with that sort of pursuit where you need to kill somebody or they're going to kill your entire team, your options are super limited. I think that, that tanks need some love, and I'm glad that DFG is gone. Because honestly, in Ari that can burst your squishies and burst the tank is a problem. <laughs> it's it, I mean, it's, it's a problem, because an assassin is not supposed to go for... You know, the front line, you don't see soldiers on a battlefield going in with their, you know, M16 firing at a tank. That's probably not the proper target for that weaponry. But, you know, 
if they if you if you let them already get to your squishies like they're supposed to, sure, blow them up hundred zero because they did get peeled properly. But tank busting an assassin unless they're super far ahead is just not right. Which is why I miss Battlefield nineteen forty two because I'd go the you know anti tank class and go behind the tank and blow it up with one shot from my RPG. There you go. <laughs> That's a different class, though. That's that's your fellow class. Yeah, it's not your Battlefield audience. 1942, guys, came on, like, five CDs. <laughs> you remember, Eric. I know you do. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we put, we put dial-up to the test back then, man. <laughs> anyway. So, all right. DFG's gone. Um, I Yes, these items, I think they're more important the higher-level play you get. But, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't ever remember losing a game and being like, "Hey, man, if only DFG didn't exist." That is true. <laughs> you know, it is true. I haven't done that either. Yeah, have you, has anyone ever done? Can you honestly yeah. say that you've ever said it? If only they got rid of DFG, I can think of a dozen items. Well, not a dozen, but maybe one or two I'd like to get rid of before I get rid of DFG. You know, yeah. like I have. Randuins. I have been in games though where I have two magic resist items and like three point eight k health. And then LeBlanc DFGs me and dashes on me twice and takes me down to about a fifth. And I'm like, huh, that was a large portion of damage. I'm glad I have two magic resist items, but I got to leave now. Well, that's it. There's only two magic resist items in the game now. So, <laughs> Yeah, bring back uh, whatever it was called. I forgot the name now. Force of Nature. Force of Nature. And make it build mm, out of hearts yeah. of gold. Two Ooh. hearts of gold combined <clears throat> yes. for 500 gold. Get a heart, get a force of nature and force rename it nature. force of gold heart, hard hearts of gold, force of hearts of gold. Heart, heart of the cards. <laughs> we need, we need Leviathan back. Ooh, don't, please don't say these things. Cause you know, I love to snowball. I remember watching a, a guide. One of the, when I first got into like, I discovered that the people made YouTube videos that were about league, you know, <laughs> back when I was very new, this is on the original map. Anyway, this guy was doing a rise guide. He's like, play rise, go mid, first buy, Leviathan. <laughs> He's like, just go up to people and kill them. <laughs> it's the worst guide ever, but I tried it. I'm not going to lie. Leviathan when, on uh, rise. When I first started playing, sort of the occult was standard on Pantheon. Like, everyone was getting it. But I think it was because people were in Smurf accounts and they are just stomping scrubs. But every time I saw Pantheon, they had a sort of the occult. All right, so along with DFG dying, Blackfire Torch is no more, which I thought was a much more interesting version of DFG. Blackfire Torch was great. And again, I think I think Twisted Tree Line needs some love. That map is pretty fun. It's fun. It's not like Dominion. It's just a waste of resources. It's, it's <laughs> fun, you know? Like, <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> No, I, I I appreciate Twisted Tree Line. I've never quite gotten a hold of the meta. Yeah, like I'll walk that's... into Twisted Tree Line and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna go like tanky, and then I just get blown up by assassins. And I'll be like, okay, I'll play an assassin, and then I get like outpoked. It seems like it it you just evolves one step yeah. ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same yeah. way. And I think if like, I think one of the problems is we have too many friends. <laughs> Like, because I love Twisted Tree Line, but I also have more than two friends that I usually play with. I mean, there's you guys, and then Jeff, and then everyone else, and it's like there's. It's sometimes it's hard to you know fit people into a fives, you know, much less a three. So it's just just ridiculous. So anyway, but I would like to start playing some more Twisted Tree Line. If you're if you guys are out there and you are one of these like, uh, 
all you do is play Twisted Tree Line? Because I'm sure that exists. I'm sure there's people oh, yeah. that all they oh, do yeah. is... I, there's people that only play Dominions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, so if you're one of those people, give us like a, give us a quick rundown of the meta. You know, tell it, us... Like, with- Actually, no, not a quick rundown. I need a lengthy rundown. Because yes. if you just give me like a blurb, like, hey, uh, Renekton is the best. And then I'd be like, well, why? <laughs> I'm thinking 10 to 12 pages, MLA format, of course. You know, Sniper I'm not, sources. you know, you want a works cited page at the end. Uh, I don't care if it's all correct, just so that I can make out where your sources are. And uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I would like someone to be like, hey, this is what's going on. Because I want to try it. And I want to pick someone who's good. Right. Zach. Zach. He's, good on, he's good on every map. All right. Uh, also, with the new patch, we got the Tristana visual update, which, I mean, is, can we call it a visual update? I mean, what did they yeah. change on her? They changed her explosive shot, right? And they uh-huh. redid the numbers on some of her other stuff. Yeah. And Does anyone have it up? They lengthened her ears. Well, I was talking about her abilities. So it's, uh-huh. it's, it's a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> I mean, do longer ears give plus damage? I mean, it's that a... increased flight distance on rocket jump. <laughs> Ooh, Dumbo <laughs> style. Yeah, okay. Dumbo. exactly. I was not expecting to hear a Dumbo reference today, but there you well, go. Welcome to the Lovilla podcast. Yeah, you were talking friend. about, I haven't played her. I've seen her in a bunch of, I've seen her in almost every game. Well, not all, oh, yeah. every, but I've seen her a lot. Uh, you guys were talking about her voice. Her new voice was really good, right? Yeah, they picked up someone off. Uh, they picked up someone to do a new voiceover of her, and I don't know. It feels it feels like her character, like the voice meshes better with the visual. I guess it is. You know what I heard today? You know, and yeah. I've I've I was playing a ranked game. We'll get more into that later. But Twitch has a special interaction when he runs over a, a Caitlyn trap. He said, huh. now I have to gnaw off my leg or something uh, like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have heard He that. had two. And they said, oh, it got my tail. And I was like, that's neat. <laughs> and I, I remember that right. Twitch was like the first visual update where they included like a massive voiceover oh, yeah. update, you know, and like where he says stuff when he buys wards and he says stuff, you know, all kinds of stuff all the time. So I think I, I like one of the other champions that stands out for me in that regard is Braum. And I yeah. remember that because I bought Randuins, and he's like, oh, a shield for my shield. And I was like, you know what? That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's just, it brings the characters to life. And, and Riot knows, and we're getting way off topic here, but it, Riot, Riot knows that the reason they make money is because we, the players, fall in love with their characters. You know, I see you know i i see this new champion come out i see the splash art i think wow that looks cool i watch some video you know i'm looking at like my the first one i remember was trindamir i was like i was like that's awesome so he's like invincible and he does massive crits he's got a huge sword and he's awesome you know (laughs) so you know that's that's cool and and they know that it's out of the love for the champion that's why we buy skins we want to dress them up nice you know it's because we love the champions and we we join this this world we play we exist in this fantasy world because we love all the characters and it's it's the characters that drive it and you know this tristana update has i think done a a very good good thing in in that in that regard of advancing her character and making us fall in love with her all over again Mm. yeah all right, so lest we get too uh, <clears throat> like that, let's talk about Ari's big 
Flavio penis. <laughs> I'm not so in love with Ari right now. No. <laughs> Mainly because sure. I don't play Ari. So what did they do so, to Ari? Here's the rundown. All right. They removed DFG. So they took a look at some of the champions who used to use DFG and say, you know what? Let's change some of their abilities so that they can do other things. They did that when they besides... took Lich, when they nerfed Lichbane. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. So go ahead. But most of the stuff that they did, like, I don't know, they increased some of the damage on, you know, the Foxfire and something like that. Charm no longer gives a damage boost, and they buffed some of the base damages. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. I can deal with some additional damage as a tech player. What they did, though, was they gave Ari's main damaging ability, Orb of Deception, like a 30% movement speed buff whenever she throws it out. So now you've got the situation where... The Ari player can still miss charm, not kill somebody, and then also get away without the ulti. And it's just like, <sighs> continue to not get punished, I guess. I don't know. I just, I don't like Ari's. She shouldn't, like, for some champions, champions, some champions have really stupid getaway mechanics, right? Yeah. My favorite is Lee Sin. But Lee Sin, though, <laughs> you know, requires, I mean, you've got to press buttons, at you least. Do. <laughs> it's not it's not just given to Lee Sin. Right now I'll I'll joke about how Lee Sin players are really unskilled and I hate them and they're terrible people and should be removed from the universe. But they're so but, cool. Yeah, again, it's, it's so cool. But <laughs> and I make fun of that, but it does require some technical ability, right? To ward right. to to kick to someone, put a ward behind them, jump to the ward, then ult them backwards. That that takes practice. Like someone can't just do that the first time. Ari getting this thirty percent movement speed buff. She doesn't even have to hit anything. Is that correct? Yeah, she, that's correct. She, she just, just has to toss out the orb. She just throws yeah. the orb wherever. So basically, it's press the button for free thirty percent movement speed. It's like yeah. a get out of jail free card. I mean, come on. Well, I mean. To be fair, it's not like she's the only champion with press a button for movement speed. Karma, I mean, you toss your shield on yourself, you have instant movement speed. Kennen, I think, can just... Yeah, but the, the well, point is, Ari is already so hard to catch. I mean, with her ultimate. Okay, okay, fair. Yeah, okay. yeah Timo's got one of those too, but like, that's all he's got. You know? Yeah, not only that, but like the cooldown on the shield on Karma is substantially longer than orb, I believe it's like a, it's probably like a four second difference. And karma can't one shot your carries. She can't. <laughs> I don't care she how can't. fed that karma is. She's not gonna one shot anyone. Well, no. I, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> I've been hit by some empower Q in, some empower cues in my life. <laughs> Those things can hurt a lot. Yeah. If she's got some items. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but the point is, Ari's ridiculous right now. She's um, crazy. She's she's really crazy right now. And that, that 30% movement speed. And movement speed has kind of been at a premium for a while, I would say. You know, okay, yeah. It, you know, it, there was the whole health craze last season. But ever since then, it's been mobility, movement speed. I th I think. Stretch, would you agree? In, in Up in those higher echelons of play? Well, yeah. It's because mobility equates to outplay pretty much. So if you've got you know a champion that has the ability to move around the map quickly, even if you're behind, it means that you can make something happen just by the ability to you know dodge skill shots and reposition and play around with brush vision and all sorts of other shenanigans. And Wait, so that's, that's like Nar, right? Nar is yeah, that's, he's that's highly why, mobile. 
Yeah, I mean, he gets the speed boost on speed boost on every single third strike. You know, you got the boomerang slow. You've got an E that you can jump to things with, and it's just he's so cash. He's got so much, so many things, so many tools. It's great. He's like, like a craftsman sale at Sears. Yeah, you know, with Bob Vila. Anyway, right. So many tools. George Foreman. Just <laughs> whatever. Oh my gosh, <laughs> George Foreman. He has like five sons, all named George. Um, anyway, so patch five point two, not not a big not big changes by any means, right? This is kind of a little. Oh, we forgot to add this, you know, the stuff that just hadn't been completed yet, or I guess for five point one. So nothing really game breaking. They did nerf Zerat's portal though. Uh so and it's it's I think deserved. <laughs> well, it's kind of a nerf. It's I, I guess it's a minor nerf because uh, the damage on it isn't as consistent. They did double the amount of bonus damage each uh, Voidling gets, um, but it only comes out every you know one every first and fourth minion. So yeah. I guess it's half the time, but double the value. I don't know how that works and how that's okay or makes it better or worse. So basically, what I'm saying though is, is I'm setting this up is you know we spent a lot of time last week. And I know oh, you yeah. weren't here, Stretch, talking about like yeah. how Zerat's portal was going to be this awesome game-changing item. Well, not anymore, basically. I mean, I think it's still relevant. I don't think they've nerfed yeah. it into complete irrelevancy, and I'd like I can't wait to see what kind of tactics the pros pull out with Zerat's portal. But it's not it's not the game-changing thing that it was before five point two. <laughs> Zerat's portal with teleport is going to be ridiculous in pro play if people do do it, like. You think about yeah. the like top lane's Rots Portal, Dragon Fight happens, you TP in after dropping his Rots Portal, you might delay the dragon or even your team might even die. But because you drop the portal in top lane, you get a turret. Right? Yeah. And I think that's a big mistake is what in a lot of in my early games with Zerat's Portal, I'd try to like go out of my way to place it, like to find a great place. Yeah. But I think it's better used like you just said, like, oh, dragon fight happening, I'm top, boom. Zerat's portal, go help. Right. You know. But anyway, um, so 5.2, not really that stuff. And But we did talk briefly about skins, and, and we were talking about how, how 5.2 focused a lot on mages, and I was noticing this new Arclight Varus skin, and I was like, the splash art looks really cool, but I haven't seen it in game. And Stretch, you said it wasn't, it wasn't very cool? Oh, you mean Arclight Velkaz. Velkaz, yeah, I said Varus. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, a lot, of people, a lot of people like it. I just feel like... When it comes to skin designs, there's a lot of repetition in terms of theming. And, you know, Arclight Varus is pretty cool. Arclight Velkaz is all right, but it it feels like it's forced, um, is what I was getting at. It's just, right. I, I feel like there's plenty of other fantastic ideas that you could do with a tentacle monster champion. <laughs> like Deep Sea Velkaz. Oh, my gosh. Make him yeah, an octopus sea. and have a giant water laser and water moves. I'd buy that all day, but no... We went for another Arclight skin because there's only one of them in the game, and we gotta have more, you know. I, but that's just me and a little bit of pet peeve action. Yeah. Any any skins jump out to you, Eric? We've we of course got all the Warring Kingdoms, which was neat, I guess, because Chinese New Year's coming. Well, up. yeah, Chinese New Year is coming up, so that's understandable. You've got the Warring Kingdoms, and then earlier, like in January, I suppose we had the uh, oh, what was it, the Elise and the. Uh, 
Jarvan. It's not Warring Kingdoms, but Blood Moon. There we go. The, Blood Moon. Yeah. yeah, they're expanding of, the Blood Moon thing. Yeah. Chinese, Japanese. I don't want to be offensive. I'm not sure Asian, culture. Asian, Asian cultures. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Asian Ionia. <laughs> um. So so we've got those. Those aren't my style, but but I'm glad that they're expanding the skin selection. What I'm super happy about is the new Jinx skin. Because I think Firecracker Jinx is fantastic, and I think Mafia Jinx was not very good. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care yeah. for it one bit, really. It's, it's um, a so stinky. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad Jinx has a really good skin now. She she deserved one. She's a she's a cool champion. Um, well, she's also one that her base is really good. Like, <laughs> okay, that yeah. is fair. That <laughs> yeah. is fair. Her base her base skin is pretty cool. It's not like Tarek, where it's like, do I want pink, red, or green Tarek? <laughs> um, yeah. No. But speaking yeah. of palette swaps, uh, stretch your your stretch. If you if you guys have never tuned into the Louisville stream or even Stretch's stream before, uh, slime time. You know that stretch is a <laughs> is a Zach. Are you still a Zach main? Are you carrying the torch still here in season five? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, well, in season five, my rank stats are abysmal. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think I've got like a 38% win rate on hey, Zach right that's now. That's in true low elo style. Uh, but like, it just makes me sad. I don't even want to talk about it that much. But like, going back to our original point, I think you were about to touch on palette swaps for champions or yeah something? zach you're talking you were complaining about zach skins right oh yeah well i read a red post like a, a riot post about uh how zach's model worked and i think that they said the actual physical goo shifts around inside of it so it's very difficult to design you know put stuff on the outer layers because then a little goop around everyone everywhere and look weird so I'm just. I would be happy if they just gave him a couple alternate colors and called it a day, but they won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I was thinking with Zach is new epic skin, and they could even this could even start a, a new type of skin like Arc Light. No, please. Yes, Rainbow Zach. Where I mean, he's always changing colors. Maybe he's like got a flowing rainbow inside of him all the time, and his little globs are you know rainbows and then of course when he jumps he leaves a rainbow ooh you know? and when he bounces rainbows and then he can have a special interaction with lux where she's like rainbow what does it mean <laughs> yeah i think she explains the rainbow yeah but, and then rainbow lux too. i mean a rainbow laser i mean how okay, awesome would that rainbow be rainbow lux Rainbow. Okay, Rainbow Ezreal. All right. <laughs> Ooh. There yeah. we go. Ra- Rainbow Tarek. Rainbow Tarek. We were just Sweet. talking about how he needs skins. Now, what going else? back to my going back to my theming idea on these skins, I don't support any of this. <laughs> right. But it's funny because it would be kind of like a nod to their old palette swaps, where it's like it's the ultimate palette swap is just That's true. Rainbow. Like all the colors. In fact, they should just call it palette swap, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> well, when when are they going to come out with like the chance you can do your own palette swaps for everyone? Didn't you get something like that, Eric? So yeah, I got a survey from Riot, and I'm I'll say ninety five percent positive it was official. It didn't ask for my account name and password, so or I didn't get scammed. Or debit card number. Yeah, or debit card number. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, it came from a, a like Riot Games email address. Well, I've gotten them before too, and I can't remember yeah, what they were on. Yeah. But they and on actually, guys, I want to give you a. If you guys get these surveys from Riot, let us know because they don't send them to everyone. Right? No, they select no, like, people and then they'll send it to a specific pool. So I, I report have, I have to not us. Talked to anyone else who's gotten this particular, yeah. and survey. there's been one in the past that I can't remember what it was about, but that that asked me stuff. It was a survey, and that and no one else got it. So if you guys ever get a survey from Riot, let us know what it was about and what the questions were. All right, so continue. <laughs> so the survey was, I mean, they were talking about in general, in broad terms, customizing your champions. But the specific questions really came down to one idea, which was like, I think the best word I have for it is palette swap for mm-hmm. skins. It was like, if you could buy color packs for your skins, would you? Would you buy color packs in sets of three? Oh, oh. Um, you know, it, sorry, I just, let me interrupt you here. I just okay, got the yeah. image. Did you ever play Dawn of War? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the original, yes. the first one. Uh-huh. Army uh-huh. painter. What if there was an army painter for your champion? Oh, I feel like that could be dangerous. Like... <laughs> Paint it all grass green, and so you just <laughs> blend into uh, Summoner's Rift. Like Toxic um, Mundo. Anyway, <laughs> continue. So, palette swaps. Fully green Evelyn. Um, fully green Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, anyway, so the survey was like, okay, how much would you pay for these, and and how interested would you be? One of the funniest questions I think would be was like, um, it was like rate your interest in these different aspects of coloring your skins, and one of them was like, I want to color my skins to prove that I'm high skill at a champion, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> That's like, gold, yeah, gold at everything. <laughs> I'm the golden Yasuo. <laughs> Looks I'm like a walking in. Zonias all the time. I'm so heavy. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a really interesting idea, right? It, it's, it would offer a lot of customization for what I would think would be little work compared to designing new skins for Riot. Yeah. In my mind, I was thinking, okay, this is basically skins through the end of Season 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because... Skins through the end of season one where, hey, it's a different color. <laughs> yep. And that, um, which proved that you were a high skill at the champion. Oh, yeah. 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 If, you had rust, <laughs> if you had Rusty Blitzcrank, get away. <laughs> yeah. Get away from that Rusty Blitzcrank. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But uh, that's, that's, that's cool. So, uh, again, so, I mean, is this going to happen? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, that's probably why they sent out surveys. They're they're seeing if people are interested in. Yeah. I personally would be pretty interested in it. I'm I'm all for customization. So, oh yeah, yeah. I think it might also be uh more. You're probably more likely to get these kinds of surveys if you've already spent lots of money on the game. And I know <laughs> Eric that you have and I have. So I uh, I mean yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll say a, sure. a fair amount <laughs> over the past you know three and a half years. Maybe I've spent a few few tens of dollars on the game um but uh threw in a couple bucks yeah yeah you know when i had the spare change but uh, yeah if you guys get any kind of surveys like this we'd be really interested in the, to hear it just because you know just for our own not for necessarily for the show just because i'm a huge league nerd and i love the game so i'd love to hear it send that to team at lowelo.com um uh, and i think uh it's time for the game right last week 
we asked, we were talking about Zrat's portal, and we asked people to send us what uses they would find for the Zrat's portal in real life. And I think, Stretch, you had some answers for us. Yeah. <clears throat> Picked out a couple uh, a couple responses here. The first one comes from MX2. Zero. Um, he says, the portal will be best served on Halloween night. Too many homes in your neighborhood? Not a problem. Pop up the portal and have swarms of little guys get candy from every house in town. Homes that are packed with trick-or-treaters? The boy and spawn can take care of that, too. Things get, may get messy, but you'll have candy, so who cares? <laughs> on days when it's not Halloween, the boy and spawn can be used for those everyday, de- everyday tasks that no one wants to do. You know, like shopping, bank runs, post office, uh, post office etc., this leaves you lots of time to play league with the community, listen to Lil Yulo, and work on those New Year's resolutions. Wow. That's what he's talking about, though, right? Like, no, why do they have to do all the tasks? Why can't they play league? I'm because, just saying, free the voidlings. Sure. I'd like to keep them as, as voidlings and not worrying about their humanity that much. <laughs> <laughs> I but for Halloween I think they would turn into drills and like knock down the door and that would be defeat the purpose of collecting candy. Because yeah. that's what they do for towers, right? That is true. Yeah, they do. They jump up and go, <laughs> and then they hit it. Yeah, they they turn into like human drills, or not human. I guess that's human that's drills. voidling drills. Voidling drills. Void spawn. Void spawn. Void spawn. Now my name is Robert, and I'm gonna kill this turret. Oh man, you can't name the void spawn. That makes it sad yeah, when they then die. you start getting attached to it. I'm going to follow Robert. This isn't Boo's door. It was white. And it had flowers on it. Anyway. Good right. answer. Next one. Zarat's portal could be used to hold your position in line for Black Friday deals or new movie or new movies or theme parks or anywhere that requires lengthy amounts of waiting. If the Zerglings would clear the line in front of you, or you could just use or you could just show up later and say you were holding your place in line. Love the show. Thanks for reading. That's from John. Thanks, John. Yeah. <laughs> okay, is that is that all the game? No, 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 I got one oh, more. Oh, you got one more, okay. I got one more I want to do. Uh, this one is from a dude named uh, Gigtag, who is apparently an engineer student. He put that in his uh, in his signature letter. <clears throat> it says, the first thing uh, to come to mind for me was to connect the portal to a generator. I would probably set up a treadmill, which the void spawn could walk on and to generate power. Or you could try to cook them to solve the world hunger. But caution... Where does the portal where does the portal draw energy from? The void, maybe? Energy can't be created or destroyed in the universe. Therefore, if you use the void gate daily, what happens to the void? Perhaps it draws energy from heat. Then continuously continuously using Zerat portal around the world could cool the void substantially, and Nunu would take over to rule the void. Poor Cassidy, the results could be catastrophic. Or catarinastrophic, I'm sorry. Maybe Cassidy <laughs> would use all of his mana trying to warm up his own house. Even so, the whole world using Zerat's portal to generate power, not even a clutch charity or clutch clarity would save the void. <laughs> From the cold. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see a charity dedicated to saving the void. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, like, wow. I would like to see that charity as well. Yeah. Well, you know, me not being able to read clarity and saying charity. Well, <laughs> we, should pro- we should probably get a charity dedicated to uh, teaching Stretch to read. Yeah. <laughs> I know, apparently so. I never learned to read either, Stretch. Don't be ashamed. Hey, I read good. 
Right. <laughs> I read good too. That's a joke, guys. Hashtag save the void. <laughs> Just seventy cents a day, and you could save a voidling. <laughs> anyway, that's that's good. And great answers for the game, guys. Uh, I le- I really like that last one. I got to be honest. I think that yeah, was the best. It went it went it went yeah. on for a long time, and I'm all about stories that do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, for next week. Uh, and to tie in with my, my rant previously about how we love the characters in League of Legends, um, Valentine's Day is coming up. It is the month of February. And, uh, we want to know, right, which champion do you have a crush on? Let's, uh, let's, let's imagine that you have a crush on a champion from League of Legends. And, uh, we want to know what do you give them for Valentine's Day? And it can't be, you know, it can't be chocolates. That's boring. And flowers. No, I, oh, I really have a crush on Sona. I'd give her flowers. No, we want to hear creative answers that are funny and or interesting, right? Well, like I have a crush on Yorick. I'd give him dead things. A new Uh shovel. (laughs) (laughs) Or a new shovel. Dance lessons. <laughs> dance. Yorick's <laughs> yeah, dance is terrible. <laughs> he needs it badly. He'd get dance. Is... I'd pay for a session with like uh, Tango Twisted Fate <laughs> for for dance pop, lessons. Pop, Korean pop star Ari. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So email us at team at Loilo uh, and tell us all about your Valentine's crush on your favorite champion or your least favorite champion, you know, who cares? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. be creative, be funny. Wow. <laughs> us. And then that means your email will get read on the show. And that's what it's all about guys. Right. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, you, no, you, you are could never. <laughs> you're right. I'll... Yeah. You're right. Never be wrong. Copy. All right. So, uh, speaking of email though, stretch, you have some, you have some other emails for us, right? That's not the email bag. Isn't empty. Oh, the email bag is never empty, my friend. I've got another one for you. This one comes from uh, Dr. McCoy from the EUS server. It says, hello, Loilo. I was listening to your last episode and heard someone mention, quote, bank plank. I have no idea what a bank plank is, but that got me thinking. What if there was a champion who used gold to cast their abilities instead of mana? We already have mana and energy, so why not gold? But then cometh the problem. If I spend my gold casting abilities, how do I ever get my shiny items? I don't know. Do you guys have a, have any cool ideas to design a champion who uses gold instead of mana? I thought it be le- I thought it best to leave this one to the science team. Uh, what do you think, science team? Oh boy, <laughs> I think you're playing a dangerous game there. Because <laughs> if yeah. you had like a if you had a champion that used gold for their abilities, you would want to be as non-aggressive as possible. So you just get items and items and items because, I mean, in this theoretical situation, presumably that champion also has a way of just generating. It'd gold, be like right? they'd have to have a passive that would be more gold, like yeah. they get more gold per minion kill or something. And, and that is just that's a dangerous game to play right there, yeah. because you, I mean, I that's exploitable, no doubt. It would be really hard to balance because yeah. you'd have to make it to where they would be significant early game. They'd probably be OP as heck early game, but then there'd be a point in the game where they would just, if they had not bought items, then they are completely useless the rest of the game. At mm-hmm. that same mm-hmm. point, 
if they had been saving up the whole time, they go from being completely useless for the first, let's say, 18 minutes to being OP as hell for the rest of the game. Yeah. Right? So that kind of thing is a balance nightmare. And although it's really cool, there are some other ways that you can get around it. Uh, we do have some gold abilities in the game. Uh, there's an AD carry that nobody has ever heard of called Ash. And uh, <laughs> she's been around for a while. And her strategy is like her passive. She has a passive on her E, uh, which is her hawk shot, right? The passive is that she gets extra gold. And, you know, Bank Plank is the same way. He gets extra gold with uh, minions he kills. So there are champions that this exists in the game, right? The sort of... I'm going to focus on farming and be relevant late game. Um, you know, there are ways to do that without making abilities cast on gold. Cause I agree with the science team. That's, that's a nightmare. What if when you cast the ability, the gold dropped down to the ground and you could pick it back up? But if you die or if you leave Diablo it, one it style, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's, do you remember, um, uh, there was a champion in the original Dota way back in the day called the Gambler. And and he kind of evolved into what is now the Bounty Hunter. Mm. The Bounty Hunter marks someone, and then if they kill the person they marked within a certain time frame, they get bonus gold. So it's basically Katarina's old... Or is that still her passive? Where she gets bonus gold? No, Draven gets bonus gold, though. Okay, well, Draven, but Katarina's old passive also was, was she got, part of it was she got bonus gold per kill and assist. Um, so, you know, something like that I would like to see where it's like a bet, you know, cause that adds gameplay, right? It adds, you know, counterplay. Like, oh, I'm marked, you know, if I die right now, he's going to get more gold. It's still worth it for me to try to fight or I'm just going to run away and play it safe. Uh, anyway. You should be able to mark somebody, and then when you kill them, steal a portion of their current gold. Oh my gosh. That would be great. I'd play that champion all day. Or not even steal it, just make them have zero. No. Call, have a champion called the Accountant. And he runs around. <laughs> attack on man. He just lifts up his hands and goes, Dividends! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cash flow statements. <laughs> and it's gone. Liabilities. Yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> like, he doesn't ever make gold. He just makes other players' gold disappear. <laughs> <laughs> he starts out with a Dorn shield, a Dorn's ring, like, and a Dorn's Or he player. collects gold that he can never spend. <laughs> anyway. All right. Good email, though. I love questions like that. All right. Let's see. I had one more. Where did it go? Um, no, okay, here we go. <clears throat> this one is from Panda Handstand. Uh, it says, hello, Luilo. Following the recent podcast, I thought I would bring out one of my favorite jungle, or bring out one of my favorite jungles out. Okay, he did put out twice. Jungle Tarek, the new Stalker's Blade actually works quite well with his kit. Stalker's Blade has a long range when you're, uh, then you're stunned, so, when, so it can be used to slow down your enemy and speed you up for the all-important Dazzle. Below is my match history of the match. I tried Jungle Tarek, and he linked it below. I believe he went like 8-3 eight, eight, and something. No, 6-4 and 17. So he did quite well doing it. Yeah, and we've actually heard rumblings of Jungle Tarek before. And as our resident Tarek expert, I think, Eric, I mean, what do you think about this? Uh, 
So we actually played a game with the uh, submitter of this letter, who happens to actually be female. Um, but it's, the, I mean... No, know. it wasn't this one. It's the one from last episode. The uh, the Nameless 1D. Oh, that you're That was right. her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, yes, you are correct. Uh, I apologize. Um, I get my, my Terex mixed up. <laughs> um, but, but, so I have attempted this since reading this email. I did not have the skill to pull it off. But I see a lot of potential, I will say. Uh, I think Tarek Jungle could really be awesome. Uh, the ganks happen, you know. Um, I mean, Dazzle I, makes it, it's an okay gank. I mean, there are junglers yeah. that are considered good gankers that don't have a strong stun like that, you know. So, anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could say, oh, well, his heal doesn't really help you gank, and his shatter, it, it can help you gank because it reduces armor, but that dazzle is just so good. <laughs> oh, yes. it's. I mean, it's just a brutal stun. And that uh, that shatter is great in the jungle. Uh, your ultimate, if you build at least a little cooldown, you know, you've got... Um, uh, what's the... Wow, I'm failing. The icy heart, heart of... Frost. Frozen. Frozen heart? Frozen heart. Frozen heart. It's frozen. Yep, that's that's the one I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you build that. That's a great item on Tarek. You get the damage from having armor. You get the CDR. And at that point, your cooldown is on 55, 60 seconds. And you can start using it in the jungle and dominate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love awesome. Tarek. All right. And is that the email? Yeah, okay. that's that's well, okay. well, then before, this is kind of out of order and uncalled for, but I think we sort of skipped over something. And that's my fault. I wanted to briefly mention, we, we promised the listeners at the beginning of the show that we'd tell them stories of our placement matches, Eric. Oh, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> that, is a, that is a tale. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's not much. I mean, I've, I was, I'm two matches ahead of you. You haven't finished yet. You're on eight, yep. I believe, right? Uh, um, correct. I'm. Are you fifty percent? Were you? Did you end up four and four? Because we I, had that I'm, one day. I'm four and four right now. Okay. I was three and one. Like things are going. Awesome. <laughs> and then you started playing with me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Pause. Okay. Yes. That's not, that's not, we we had a bad day, Compi. We, we had a very a bad, bad day. day together. We lost three games in a row and. And, well, uh, what what gets me is we even had a strategy. Okay, so our first uh, we we duo queued probably. Most of these games. I mean, you played uh, like yeah. one or two I, 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 by yourself. I, no, no, I've only duo queued with you, Compi. So oh, we okay. played eight, we played eight games together, and then I played two on my own. Okay, so, um, yeah, so we've duo queued a lot, and when we started out, I think we had a couple wins, and we were we were feeling good, and then, uh, we did we go bot lane together? We we went bot lane together once. Yeah. <laughs> And I figured out that I was a terrible AD carry, that AD carry is something that I used to do in my past, and I used to be very good at it, but that's a young man's game. And in league years, if if high is at 19 years old is too old, then me at 31 <laughs> years old is much oh. too old. I'm like a 90-year-old woman at this point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, AD carry, I think, is just... I'm just going to drop... I'm just going to lay that one down and be like, okay, I'm going to let other people do AD carry now. Because I just don't have it in me anymore. So I, then I started jungling. But the, and then the problem we got into was that we, because we, like, I have 3,200 wins, guys, in normal games. Um, that's a lot. 
And when I tell most people that, or when we get into a ranked game and they look me up on Wall Nexus, they're like, oh my God, get a life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But most, like 90% of those games are playing with the same people, right? It's like Uh Jeff, Uh Eric, Stretch, like you guys, that's all I play with are people that I know, people that are my friends, people in fives that I know that as a Sejuani, they're going to like go up in the front and like make stuff happen and like get in the way and be annoying. And even if, (laughs) even if they die, you know, they're going to die being annoying to the enemy team, you know, to let us win the game. But in solo queue, and this is why I hate it so much is they take the beautiful team game that League of Legends is at its core and they just deform it. And so everyone, everyone individually has this terrible experience in solo queue and they're like, Oh, well, I've learned that I can't rely on my teammates. So I have to carry the game. Well, that builds on itself. And then all of a sudden you've got this team full of five people who all believe that they can't rely on each other and they have to single handedly carry each game. And it just, it evolves into this terrible, terrible thing. And I hate it. And basically, I hate ranked play. But I did finish my placements, and I'm bronze one. Surprise. (laughs) TLDR copies bronze one now. So I'm done with ranked for season five. (laughs) Exactly. It placed me too low, so I'm just not going to play. But stress, I mean, mean, Eric and I played. You saw some of our, you saw, you watched a couple of our games. I have to, I have to cut that up and put it on the, uh, the highlights page in the YouTube. You saw exactly what I'm talking about though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Cause there was some instances where you had, who was it? Azir, Callista, and one other. You had that Callista top. Oh yeah, Callista top and one other really good kite champion. And you went in as Mundo, like, it was a 4v4, like, 4v4 or 4v5, where one person on their team was super isolated, and they just let you go. I think it was a, was it Kazadin? No. Yeah, it was Nazir. All right, never mind. But you went in, you died over the course of, like, 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> amidst a, amidst the forest of back it was, it was Ash. That's what it was. It was it was Callista, Azir, and Ash. There was not a wall seen on that day. There was <laughs> or no an arrow. Ash arrow. There <laughs> was not even a volley. They said, hmm, that looks unfortunate and painful. Goodbye, friend. And it's like, turned around and left as one. All people do in ranked is back is is ping you to be careful. So that when you die, they can be like, Well, I told you to get back. Yeah, like there was no way we we're gonna win that fight. Yeah, and we we wa- we lost it for sure because none of us tried. Yeah, yeah, and I I played a game. My last one that got me placed in bronze one was that we had a Yasuo. Okay, I was captain, so I was banning, and you know everyone called positions, and I was like, what should I play? And they're like, pick whatever, I'll fill. So I'm like, okay, I picked Garen top because I was like, this is my last placement match. I'm sure to win with Garen top. Um, and then we ended up having a Lux and a Yasuo who thought the Lux was supporting. So I ended up going support Garen, which is no big deal. I've done it before. I actually managed to feed our Twitch pretty well and he got fed, but the Yasuo just continually fed the Nar top. And what he would do in team fights, he was 0-7 Yasuo. And by then he's just defeated, right? Everyone on, everyone else on the team is just giving him crap. And he would show up for team fights to run away with us. Like he would show up and then run away next to us and then die like without doing anything. And it's like, people are so afraid to be called a noob that they don't understand that sometimes you need to die. Yeah. Uh, 
That's why I, I love, hate ranked play. I hate it. I, I love dying in this game. I picked. I played the champions that allowed me to die <laughs> twice if I can. If I can muster it. That's why I love Zek. I played you know a bunch of Aatrox and you know just dude, dude send Kog'ma. me in. Karma. Yeah. You die I, I, and then you get to run at people and explode. It's like so you think you got me, eh? Oh yeah, I've been playing a bunch of Scion too, so I can say now okay, you've activated yeah. and, and yeah. now I've reached my final form and I get like two punches in and they run away and I'm like, eh, well Anyway. That's uh, about the end of that. <laughs> whenever you get around to it, Stretch will will upload those to uh to the YouTube channel. What YouTube channel are we using? Is it YouTube or highlights on Twitch? See, it's if you it's want highlights. to we don't have a custom URL for YouTube, so I can't really direct people there from here. So okay. the best way to do it is just go to twitch.tv slash community, and I'll put them up there like tomorrow. Right, you got the highlights. But uh, this is all part of Stretch's new show, which is what you're doing. You and Nefarious are doing it on Monday nights? M- Monday is nights. It? Um, it's me 100% of the time, Nefarious, whenever he wants to kind of show up. But what I do is <laughs> I essentially just uh, live spectate people as they go into their ranked games. And just give them tips as much as I can, like on things they can improve on. You know, once you, because it it really helps having someone with an eagle's eye um, that oh, can yeah. see what's going on on the it map does. and just because we, I did that for you guys. I was like, look, you know, step up the aggression a little bit. Try to try a side stone. See what you think about it in the jungle. Try to use flash instead of dying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, uh, copy. You've got heal and flash up, and I'm watching you die here. There's a. Uh, <laughs> But flash, it's important. <laughs> it's important to me because I need that flash so I don't die. I know that, but if you don't use it when you're going to die, having it is just pointless. <laughs> and it does help. And and you know, stretch is our. I think our resident like high rank guy. I mean, you're you're like oh, yeah. platinum platinum Mr. challenger He's, guy. I'm yeah. plat four right now. Uh, my rank, like I said, my rank play isn't going very well right now, but I'll work on it. So, I mean, for low elo, you're, you're our ranked expert and you know, you're, uh, I think you're probably higher ranked than most of, most of our listeners. So <laughs> is that mean? Should I be, should I not be mean? No, not mean. mean. It's, it's statistical. I it's mean, statistical. What, like right. 50% of league of legends is in silver and bronze or something. Yeah. So the real yeah. leagues represent bronze one. I'm still holding out hope for silver. Yeah. So. Well, Hey, if you get bronze too, then it gives us something to, you know, to shoot for. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, awesome guys. Um, I, I think we have one more thing left to do, and that's the iTunes reviews. Did we get any of those? Uh, so we've got a few new reviews. We got three new reviews. Uh, the first one, uh, this might have been read last time. I don't remember, but we're going to go with it. The first one comes from Stray State. He says, the best League of Legends podcast with five stars. The best LOL podcast out there. Informative, funny, with a great growing community of classy LOL players. Offering everything, including general tips and info, pro play discussions, new patch and champion release discussion, as well as great sponsors. This podcast has everything. Loilo does puns of damage and is a great place for veterans and newbies alike. Keep calm and stay classy. Yeah, I think we did read that that last time. But Stray State, thanks for the great review. Uh, We got another one from Tiago J. Says, amazing burgers. I am not Tiago J. I am Big Burger. (laughs) (laughs) Love Compi386. Follow my Twitter and Pinger and Yelp. Okay, so I guess he (laughs) wants me to follow him on 
Sure, man. I'll follow you on Twitter. And what's Pinger? I have never in my life heard of Pinger. <laughs> okay. It's a, a and Yelp. Like Yelp is where you can follow things. Anyway. Uh, and then finally, Spicy4912 says, awesome podcast. I've been listening to this podcast for a while, and I love the insightful and fun conversations. Which, hey, that's a great review. Thanks. Yeah. We try our best to have insightful and fun conversations. Tell those your friends. Are, those, are, those are good things to have. Tell your friends. <laughs> uh, well... I think that's it, guys. Do you guys have anything else to add here at the in the closing? Any closing remarks before uh, the yes. jury convenes? Uh, hashtag Team Stream. Make sure you turn into uh, Twitch.tv slash Elo Community uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Yep, and you will hear Stretch and Giraffe, who did a great job first time on the show last time, uh, casting some games and having a lot of fun. It's a good time. Uh, you Not guys yet. done any more uh, low Elo drafts? You know what? We have tapered off the low elo drafts a little bit, and it's our own fault, okay? Because we've become, we got a little bit out of the habit of, because we switched the days. Like, we were, we used to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then Will of the Order was like, well, I stream on Wednesday. So we're like, okay, Monday, Friday. Then we're like, wait, people do things on Fridays. Tuesday, Thursday. Then we forgot on Tuesday, forgot on Thursday. I was going to do a makeup stream on Friday. Then I ended up going out to dinner. Bottom line is this, all right? They're starting back up again. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Just show up. By the time you hear this, it'll be. Shenanigans will yeah. have had. They will be happening there. Yeah, and you can be included in those. And that's really the fun part about the stream. And, and it is. To, you can be included in the, in all of the shenanigans narrated by Stretch and, and Giraffe. So uh, make sure you tune into that. And uh, Eric, you have anything to add from the science team? Um. You Let's fix your see. keyboard? Nope. It is <laughs> it is perma dead. I think. Oh uh, no! So, uh, okay, gone so, the way of Deathfire Grass. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> if, if if Compy cuts the part which I requested, in the middle of the show, I spilled a glass of water on my keyboard, and um, y- yeah, it's it's not it's not responding much anymore. Oh. So, uh, well, R.I.P. Make sure you donate to Loilo so we can buy Eric a new <laughs> a new keyboard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, if that is everything, then that is episode one hundred and thirty three of Loilo, which is recorded by Beach Balls, produced by Sharks, and edited by Dancing Palm Trees. Our website is loilo.com. Our Twitch stream is twitch.tv slash loilo community. And you can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Loilo Community. You can join us in game in the Low Elo chat room, all one word, L O W. E-L-O. My Twitter is low elo Dave. Eric's is at Belsas, B-E-L-S-A-A-S. That's Eric at Belsas. And Sterling is at Lol Stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Low Elo is supported first by listener donations. For more information, visit lowelo.com slash donate. And don't forget to catch our new show, Foam Finger Hat Robot, at foamfingerhatrobot.com. Thank you for listening to Low Elo episode 133. And don't forget, stay classy, summoners.
Mr. Belsas. The sauce. The sauce. Give me some sauce on my <laughs> chips. Let's get soused. <laughs> um, okay, Compy, you're going to have to cut this because this is pretty awkward. I uh, spilled my drink on my keyboard and it's not working. <laughs> nice. I okay. can't get to iTunes right now. <laughs> All right. Get that man the link. Force him to do it. Uh, well, can, can in the you proc- link into iTunes? <laughs> okay. Um, also, so, spilling my, before I managed to unplug my keyboard, it um, I think it pressed like Windows L and locked me out of Windows. So I'm literally just staring at my password screen right now, <laughs> and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, stretch. Do you have it? Maybe. Well, let me see if Here, I can get it. Let open. me. Whoever can get I, it open first. Here, so. I, I, I might I'm have an old keyboard quickly. somewhere. 